Hey, and welcome to another nightcap. What's a nightcap? Well, it's a way to end your day with some friendly conversation and or a drink. These are typically streamed live on Periscope by the same name, but I also record them and upload them here so that those of you who prefer to just listen to this on your favorite podcast platform of choice can also do that. So let's get to a small, short little advertisement, and then we'll be on with the episode. As always, thank you so much for stopping by. Hey, welcome to an 11 p.m. nightcap. This episode, or edition, I've titled Retro. So, let's talk about some old stuff. Uh, Some old retro things that maybe we liked or enjoyed. Um, The reason why I bring this up is because it just... uh, It played Streets of Rage 4 uh, with a buddy of mine. And I feel like they did a really cool job on that particular title of capturing uh, both the feel of old school retro retro titles, um, but also uh, getting in some neat new, uh, I don't want to say modern features necessarily, but it's very fluid, the graphics are super cool, the music is phenomenal, the music in fact is so well done, um, it sounds like something from, from the absolute period of game, so Streets of Rage 4, um, I I liked the Streets of Rage series. I always thought they were good. Um, but I always sort of liked um, Double Dragon and Final Fight. And then for a while, they're kind of in the Super Nintendo era. There was a series of... There was a series of these fighting games that were like brawlers made by J, JVC... And they started, um, they started with a game, the thing was called Rival Turf. And I remember at the time, the first time I heard Rival Turf, I was absolutely blown away because the music at the time for something uh, that was a video game to me, like, I was so blown away over that, I thought that sounded like movie music. Um, that was so incredible to me. Um, so in that regard, um, I need to quit saying, um, I'm going to stop it. So in that regard, these retro titles, I think, have a lot of cool, I don't want to say benefit, but... There's a lot of night stuff... <clears throat> There's a lot of neat stuff they can do with these like ret- new retro titles because they have the ability to make the sprites super smooth. They look like cartoon characters. Uh, they aren't pixelated. They're absolutely and phenomenally uh, illustrated. And between that and the sound effects and the music, and let's be honest... At the time, 
I remember I would want to play those games. I'd want to play these old retro beat 'em up games. But if your buddy couldn't come over, or if your sister didn't want to play, then you were kind of shit out of luck. And a lot of those games, they didn't really AI scale very well, which meant if you played it by yourself, you had a certain amount and difficulty of enemies. But if you played it with somebody else co-op, there was the same amount of enemies, and you could turn the tide on them by using the same shit that they would do against you, which was basically... The, the computer in that regard wasn't dumb. They would always surround you, and then they would just beat on you from either side. And we used to always call that Brooklyn style, for whatever reason. Um, and then so in that regard, when you could play with another person, that just the games became way easier. That obviously becomes way easier when you're playing it with another person especially after you've played those enough where you know how that technique goes. And so me and my buddy, as we're playing this game, as we're playing this title, we get to a point where it's, hey, like, use Brooklyn style, dude. So it's nice to have some communication and be able to play over something like Xbox Live, where now, even though he live, my buddy, he lives several hours away, we can continue to play like that and play cooperatively even though we're far apart. So, retro stuff like that where you have modern features in the retro title is super cool. I would love to play some of the old other retro games in kind of a modern fashion, so... Hey, Sexy Slim 05 has joined. I think of a lot of cool retro titles that you could play now. A game I will never forget and, and always have a bit of a fondness and a memory for is the old game Blaster Master. And I remember my father uh, buying that for me there was one night, I think it got to be near a weekend, and my father bought that for me as a sort of a surprise. And I was, at that point, I think on this Friday, was going to go spend the night at a friend of mine's house. And so he gives me this Blaster Master game, and I'm so instantly and immediately infatuated with it that I almost didn't want to go to the sleepover. And I think I remember even making some shithead comment as a dumb kid, like, Yeah, my dad got me this cool game, it's so great, I almost didn't want to come over. Like, what a dumb thing to say, how terrible is that? But, that title, given that you were, you were in a vehicle, and this vehicle was this very cool anime-style transformative vehicle, that you could then get out of, and then when you could get out of it, you could do some certain different stuff. And then not only when you got out of it, there were bases that you could get into, where then it turned into like this 3D shooter. What a cool concept, what a neat game. And I believe that was made by Sunsoft. And that title was way ahead of its time, and 
I think they made a follow-up to that on Game Boy. I think there might have been a Genesis title to it, uh, uh, an, an, entry, an entry to that on the Sega Genesis. But I always thought that would have been a very neat game to revitalize. And I never, uh, well, not never, I don't want to rewind the tape. I always thought that that in particular would have made for an awesome Super Nintendo game. Wished they would have brought that back somehow in the uh, SNES life cycle. And even now, that would be a neat game to revitalize, although I don't know who has the license or anything to it. Hey, Shitty Horror! Thanks for joining, Shitty Horror. Cheers to you. So while we were... Hi! Yeah, hi. We were talking about retro video games. Let's talk about retro horror. So, Shitty Horror, uh, what's one of your off-the-wall, lesser-known uh, retro horror movies? Your handle is still shit horror. Yes, it is. <laughs> What's one of what's one of your rare uh, horror titles, like a retro horror title? She says, "Oh Lord, um, hmm." To put you to not try to put you on the spot too much. Another title when everybody talks about remakes and remakes of titles and this and that and the other, and oh, they'd like to see a different installment of this and that and the other. Shockwaves, the movie with the Deadly killer zombie Nazi soldiers that were engineered to be perfect killers. The part at the beginning where they explain that they were all part of this death corps and that each one of them had a certain specialty. I was always like, man, they had the they had the water. Like you could do, you could have done some just badass shit with desert, mountain, snow. Uh, Swampland, man, you could have done, you could have done all sorts of other avenues with that that I think would have been cool, and especially in the current climate, I'm surprised that somehow no one has dragged or dredged that up. I feel like Shockwaves would be another one of those retro movies. I st I still really like the original movie. I think the music is creepy, the atmosphere is creepy. There's some very cool shots of the. Zombie guys like walking down into the water. Uh, I like the freak out episode that the one dude has because his fucking claustrophobia kicks in. Um, that's one of my favorite. I don't even want to say lesser known, but um, I don't really hear it often talked about. And especially when people get going on zombie movies, I feel like that one often kind of gets left out. And it's one of my favorites. And for the longest time, I couldn't even remember or figure out what the name of the title was, because I didn't have enough other friends that were into horror, to a hardcore sense, that remembered the name of it, and before the internet was what it was, when you searched for it, you got the most dog shit results. You really like Night of the Demons, but it's not like Under the Radar. Uh, is that the one with, what is her name, Angela, where they all go into this house, and do uh, some seance, Ouija board shit, and then Angela the Demon comes out, and she slowly turns, yeah, that's fucking solid, I like that movie. 
It's got some good makeup in it. Fun. Uh, that could that could do for that could do for a remake. I feel like that would be not remake. That sounds dumb. Uh, how about just another episode of it? I feel like it's a classic concept. The original has a good ground to work off of. You know, why do they keep why do they keep remaking and rebooting the same three fucking movies over and over again? Shitty horror says, "Yes." Fuck yeah. Sequel or prequel? Hey, a prequel would be great. A prequel for that one would really work well. Uh, I feel like a lot of the titles they do these prequels for, and they feel very shoehorned in, don't really make a whole lot of sense, but I think a prequel to that particular flick would work spectacularly. But yeah, I like that. I dig that. Um... If you've heard me in Flixology 101 laughing online about Mausoleum with Ben the Gardener, I feel like that's another movie that ends where there clearly is some sort of allusion to him being the mastermind and how it's ripe for a sequel. And while the original movie, I feel like, is not the greatest movie in the world, <laughs> lame re retweet this, baby. Um, I feel like the, I feel like Mausoleum with Ben the Gardener, uh, would be hilarious, especially since, uh, what was it, John Carl Buechler did the makeup effects for that, and the makeup effects on the demon and the creature are pretty damn sweet. Hey, thank you so much for retweeting that. I really do appreciate it. Seriously, hats off to you. Thank you. But, uh, Mausoleum, Mausoleum would be a good one with fucking Ben the Gardener. Like, it ends on kind of a cliffhanger note. Like, fucking absolutely, why not? Um, that's another retro one that I feel like a lot of people forgot and then suddenly it got dredged up and now a lot of people are kind of interested in watching it and whatever. And, uh, you know, it, uh, it, 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 a lot of those different retro titles, um... You know, I, I'm curious. Have anything else? Have anything else that you know of that's a retro horror movie uh, that you would love to see more of, or a sequel, or a prequel, and kind of like why? You know, why do you think that would make a good, uh, a good entry into that? So for those for those who are listening to this as a podcast episode, you're going to listen to a brief advertisement. But the people that are watching this live, they don't have to do that. So you guys will be right back. So I do have a bunch of people in here, but uh, whether they sound off or not, I think some of them, if you don't necessarily have your... Twitter account linked, you might not be able to make a comment. Um, but Shitty Horror asks, too, guys, what's your favorite retro horror film? Um, and, and I would say specifically, you know, ones that you feel don't give, don't, don't get their due. They don't get their, uh, they don't get their moment in the spotlight, so to speak. Oh, man, I early fucking... And that being said, we're going to drink some scotch.
not retro, but the Headhunter. Oh, that uh, that new one that was just out with no wait, is that the Headhunter or is it the Monster Hunter? Headhunter. Highview seventy three. Yeah, yeah, I like that too. I like. I I really appreciate this. Uh, yeah, I like that movie. The guy out in the middle of the nowhere, and he's got the uh, he's got a, just one actor the entire time. Yeah, he he has his hut, and he's hunting these monsters, and uh, they do a cool job of telling a story without giving too much of it away. He's got these potions and weapons, and he's hunting these monsters. You see the aftermaths of the battles. You see the heads he's collected. What I really enjoyed and liked about that particular film was that they, uh, it's only on Shudder. So yes, guys, subscribe to Shudder, watch Shudder. Shudder's fucking awesome. You can catch Headhunter on there uh, that was uh, put forth here by Shitty Horror. I agree, it's a fun film. And uh, we now have Joseph H. Blow has, has joined. Um... But I really liked Headhunter a lot. I feel like that's one of those movies where you took a, a relatively simple concept and setting and made the most out of it. And... Suckies! But I really liked that Headhunter for, its, for how much they play to the strengths. The setting, the cinematography, the, the guy that plays the monster hunter himself. I thought that was a whole lot of fun. I thought that was very cool. Um... I, I would love to see more movies like that. Um, Kween89 joined. Um, another movie that I initially thought was kind of bizarre slash silly, but on repeated watchings have learned to really like it because of that same aspect of not really going into shit too much, um, was Downrange. I don't know if you saw Downrange on Shudder, but that also had a similar pseudo retro feel that felt to me like something from the 70s where you had a simple tight sort of a setting set up uh it was very bizarre you're you're not given a whole lot of explanations very brutal it's very bloody um that movie to me also had very much of a kind of retro feel that isolation of someone coming to get you you don't know if you're going to be rescued you don't really even know who the bad guy is. You just know that there's somebody fucking out there. Um, I like a lot of that stuff. The The movies to me that are retro horror that I feel like when they were made um, and to play off this lovely girl's handle uh, that were shitty horror that are kind of fun is, for example, like the movie Frogs. Uh, fucking Sam, Sam Elliott. Like, you watch a movie like Frogs, and obviously there really isn't much in terms of a lot of special effects. It's not really even that scary, to be honest. But really, I feel like, man, if you had a, a little bit of a bigger, bigger budget and some makeup effects and some special effects, and you had some gruesome deaths and whatever, uh, especially with people worrying about eco-climate and this and that and the other, uh, I feel like that actually is a retro movie that would make a pretty good remake. I feel like that would be pretty solid as kind of a new entry. Um, and even Slugs, 
uh, Slugs is another. The guy I have, a, I have a buddy. He's he's uh, one of the biggest shills for the movie Slugs. He fucking loves Slugs. And while I think Slugs is okay, there's no denying that the uh, and I will just say the dinner sequence in Slugs is one of the goopier, creepier, makes my skin crawl, uh, sort of scenes in a movie, um, shit is pretty, pretty brutal, pretty gross, um, but I love it. So, I don't know if people are dropping out, or if this is Periscope being a pile of shit, uh, Yuri next door has joined. Periscope is very bizarrely unreliable, uh, in my opinion. I've had times where people have complained about choppy audio uh, and the choppy video, and that's very frustrating because I have an internet connection that should be able to keep pretty much anything alive uh, at any point. So I don't know why the thing is such an unreliable piece of shit. But... That being the case, uh, I do appreciate uh, everybody stopping by and checking this out. Um, so retro horror, I feel there's a big, a, there's something about those movies uh, from, I'll just say the 70s through the, maybe even the 90s. And it's not just the makeup effects, it's not just the soundtracks, it's not just the characters. I mean, some of it's the characters. I don't know, maybe there's less of imagination and everything is just done at this point. I mean, you had a guy who invades your dreams. You have a guy that kills people at camp. You have a lot of these things, you know, that sort of come out of nowhere. And uh, now I feel like it's basically you have torture, serial killers, and whatever. So in the old days, in those retro days... I liked that they took chances on weird stuff like slugs or frogs or uh, what are some other just creature movies like that that came around that era? Night Beast. When was the last time you saw a movie like Night Beast? And if you haven't seen like if you haven't seen Night Beast, please go watch Night Beast. But that's another horror kind of flick that I feel like they just don't make anymore. I really liked, for example, the movie Hereditary. And part of the reason why I liked the movie Hereditary is because, to me, it felt like a retro horror movie. It wasn't all focused on gore or jump scares. There was a very slow burn. It was kind of about a mix of a descent into madness, and you didn't know if it was madness or if there was something supernatural kind of happening. And then when you get to the end of that movie, you find out, well, I'm not going to spoil it in case you haven't seen it, but I loved that movie in that regard because it felt very retro, very creepy, very weird, fucked up, whatever. And so in that regard, I, I really dug it. Um, but then you watch the, I don't want to say the, um, not the... Well, Midsummer was like the second director's movie that he did, and I still really dig that so much. Uh, that to me just felt kind of boring and kind of 
didn't really do a whole lot for me. So, <clears throat> so I don't know. Um, retro horror movies, what's some of your favorites? What ones do you like? What ones do you not like? Is there anything that you wish they would sort of revitalize? Is there anything that you wish they would bring back in terms of styles of retro stuff? <clears throat> I guess you could say, too, if you're in here and you're not into horror movies, you could talk about video games, too, because I've talked about retro video games a lot and how I'm becoming slightly disillusioned at a lot of the big-name open-world takes 900 hours to complete, to complete games and have appreciated some of these smaller games that you can finish in a much uh, shorter amount of time. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah, I, I, I think there's something about those titles that redone in a modern way is pretty cool, and I don't like to... Hey, Dagger Long joined. Dagger Long, how you doing? Um... Yeah, there's something about them that they they you know they spark my fancy a lot. I I would like to see some more creature movies. I know that those can be expensive, and if they're done wrong, uh, they'll just get a lot of people laughing at you. But I think they still definitely have their place in horror. I think they definitely still have a place in terms of something that's being made, and given the quality of makeup effects and cameras and everything else that are out there now, I think you could do a whole heck of a lot with some of those. I've got some ideas for something in my head that I'm trying to write slash finish, but it's been a struggle this year, a year to find the time to do that sort of thing. But we'll see. Uh, trying to bring some of the retro stuff back, trying to bring back some of the feeling of those old flicks, but we'll have this talk again. We'll talk about some other old retro stuff and what you guys like or don't like. But um, thank you so much for stopping by. As always, I do really appreciate it. And we'll keep this going. This uh, episode will be up on the Cigar Going Lounge podcast, which you can find on all your favorite platforms, whether that's Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, Breaker, uh, Spotify, uh, Pocket Cast, basically all the major platforms you can find it somewhere. I would love it if you drop, stop by, drop to subscribe, and you can also hit me up on Twitter, as well as hitting up Shitty Horror on Twitter. Shitty Horror, thank you so much for the re retweets and the support. As always, I really appreciate it. So, till next time, take care everybody, and stay safe. <laughs>